listening to The Watchers, a show where two women from opposite ends of New Jersey watch TV about New Jersey. I'm Jody, And I'm Andrea. And this season, we're talking about the Showtime series Yellow Jackets. And today, we're recapping season two, episode eight, It Chooses. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> this show has given us everything we ask for in one way or another, I think. This was so sad. Yeah, this was a tough one. I, I feel like we I, say that every week. I know. This was a I tough know. one, but I do also want to remind people this show is a comedy. Like, I just... <laughs> that is hard episode... to stomach right now, after what we ended with. <laughs> Shauna Scissorhands? <laughs> I know, I know. But also, like, the saddest death of a, like, teenage boy. Oh, that they let a teenage boy, yeah, free, yeah. Also that. Yeah. It was rough, and I know I say that every week lately, but it just, they went there, and like... They, they've been going exactly where they're telling us they're going, though, I know. and we keep being surprised. I know. Well, at least you don't have to hear about the shoes anymore, Andrea. Truly? Are you I've, happy now? I've never been happier. <laughs> the shoes are done. I mean... There's still the the pink converse of the person standing over the pit, but like, I don't think that's the same kind of uh, suspense as like, who are they carrying on a spike on the way yeah. back to the, I, you know. I agree. From I hunt. just never want to talk about anybody's shoes on this show ever again. <laughs> it was Javi. <laughs> oh. It was Javi all along. Yeah. I have to say props to Luciano who plays Javi for making us give a shit about a character who has like three lines this whole season. He didn't have a lot to say the entire time and yet it was fucking devastating mm -hmm. to watch that. It's a really sad one in the context of like, of Travis and Nat's, obviously I'm not saying anything groundbreaking here, but mm -hmm. in the context of Travis and Nat's relationship too. And we should we should get into yeah, it we before will. we get into it. <laughs> Do we want to do a Tawny's accent corner this week? Because I did send do, you a pretty amazing clip. I think I think we have to, right? <laughs> I think. I, I mean, this was such a good one. Girl, tell me about your family. Yes, I'm a Jersey tomato. Uh, yeah, I moved 31 times by the time I was 18 all over New Jersey. So I know Jersey like the back of my hand. I'm calling myself a Jersey tomato from now on. <laughs> She says I will, it. I would demand to be referred to as such. <laughs> she says it so, like, um, nonchalantly, because it's not a thing we say. People <laughs> it's from not Jersey, a saying. we don't call ourselves. It's not a thing. It's not. It's not Nobody like oh, she says a, that. Because you know, like, like Georgia, they'll be like, oh, she's a Georgia peach. Nobody, yeah, nobody says, says that. But, <laughs> but Tawny says it, it like it's a thing we say. Yeah, it isn't. But it is now. I love it so much. We should say um, it's she was on the Jennifer Hudson show, and uh, she was asked she was being asked about like where she grew up and what it was like. <laughs> She's a Jersey tomato, as are we. We are all Jersey tomatoes. A thing we have always said. <laughs> I think of her as a North Jersey tomato. Um, that but accent. She's not. That accent is North Jersey. Um, yes, it is North Jersey. But she said she's she lived in 31 different places in New Jersey, which is bonkers. So that so, concludes 
the Tawny's accent corner. See, at least we had a little laugh at the beginning before we get into the, the carnage. <laughs> We're going to have a few more throughout because this show is like the funniest exploration of repressed trauma <laughs> that there has ever been. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there were definitely some funny moments for sure. But I I found this one. It's it's hard to believe that I can look back on like the first true cannibalism in this show when they ate Jackie as like not as bad as some of the last few things that have happened. I mean, na- nature cooked her. They had nothing to do with it. Right. They couldn't let her wa- go to waste. Mm-hmm. So we had a long discussion about how we wanted to organize this one because it is sort of there's a lot in 96 and 2021 feels more like a, a lead up to next episode. Mm-hmm. And so we decided that because one informs the other so much, we are going to fully go through 96 first, even though um, it is the heavier one and it is going to be tough to move on after the last scene. But it makes the most sense to do it that way, I think. Yeah, I agree. Usually we save the last 96 scene as the last thing but it just doesn't i don't know that it works that way this week so yeah so we are gonna start in the attic we're starting in the attic lottie is not doing well no no your peeing blood is is a bad, bad sign after you've it's been picked repeatedly in the in the kidneys yeah that's a kidney thing mm-hmm yeah and misty's playing nurse and she's being a really tender nurse i know I know. Misty in this episode is so interesting to me Mm -hmm. because like in some episodes, she seems almost like a cartoon character of a villain, Mm -hmm. like a Mm -hmm. funny villain where you're like, she's got good one liners and like, but she's also kind of a sadistic killer. But she was like a caretaker. Yeah. Well, and in more th- than one way in this episode. Totally. And I think, well, I mean, the big thing for Misty is she wants to be useful. Yeah, she you wants know? to be needed and wanted. And and she is here. And what Lottie needs here, in the way that, like, what Ben needed, whether he likes it or not, was for someone to chop his leg off. So she did that. <laughs> what Lottie needs is someone to help her get up so she can pee mm-hmm. and to be there to like monitor her breathing and to be tender with her. And so that's what Misty's doing. It seems like it's really sweet. And this was the first time to me that it made total sense and it clicked like what she does in her adult life. Like as a person who has an elderly mother that Mm -hmm. is in a care facility, like the nurses in those places, they deal with some really brutal shit. Yeah. And like, it takes a certain kind of personality to be able to walk into work every day and do that. And like, well, I'm not saying sociopaths should be those people. No, but it's funny that you say that because it takes a certain kind of person and they have to be two things at the same time, which is Mm -hmm. like compassionate and empathetic, but then also kind of tough as nails. And like, yeah, and (laughs) Misty in a a weird way is both of those things to the extreme. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I don't know that. And I also, not at all. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Misty's <laughs> not actually compassionate to the extreme, but no, she's, she's got one of those of things. One of yeah. her sliders is up all the way, and the other one exactly. But here we do see it. Whether yeah. like whatever it is that's motivating it, 
it's it's definitely there in this episode and the way she and mari is in this first scene too it's misty and and mari and you know i want to defend mari you know (laughs) i try but we i know everybody has said this all along and i've seen it too but it's just you you know mari has been kind of my girl for a while but Mm -hmm. she turns so fast now that lottie's weak like it is I mean, she's again, she's been this way all along, but it's so obvious with the way Lottie was like her. She was like Lottie's first acolyte in a lot of ways, you know, and she turns on her just so fast. But it's so funny because I also so I've been really down on Mari and watching her. So just to rewind a little bit, basically, Misty snaps at Mari because Mari's like bitching and complaining. And she tells Mari to take the bowl of pee downstairs, which how would you carry a bowl of pee down a ladder without spilling it is what I want to know. Um, But she spills it on the floor and starts crying. And conversely, this is the first time I started to feel bad for Mari. Uh I was like, oh, God, like she is kind of breaking at the same time, even though she's being a bitch to everybody. Well, and something to remember, too, is that like not even just Mari, but like, well, she's 17 and like. On the show and in real life, everything that everybody does is to protect themselves in some way. And some of us do that in ways that aren't destructive and don't make people hate you. But some people just like, you know, Mari's way of dealing with this is one that isn't making her any friends in the wilderness. But it's she's doing what is like what her brain is telling her she needs to do to feel safe. Yeah, it's not great, but no, you know. This scene is also where um, I made a note of it that Lottie is like having all these sort of hallucinations, flashes, premonitions, whatever you want to call them, because she's seeing things that haven't happened yet in this moment, which I thought was interesting. Oh, I don't know that I noticed that. What yeah, does she oh, I, I screenshotted it. <laughs> she sees flashes of Shauna hitting her, which has already happened, but she also right. sees flashes of the knife at, na- at somebody's neck. At Nat's oh, neck. I thought it's that literally was from, from later. Doom coming. Oh. I don't think so because then she also sees. Um, I think it's the scene of her putting the necklace on that. Um, Shauna putting oh. the necklace on that, and of someone falling in the ice, and like okay. none of them were the exact scenes from the previous episodes. It looked right. like the same scenes we see later in this episode. Wow, interesting. So that was that was interesting to me. Because, like, we have seen, everybody talks about the difference, different takes on, like, is it supernatural, is it not? But one thing that we have seen of Lottie is, like, she does occasionally get flashes that relate to things that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think the show is presenting those. We're kind of just supposed to assume that, for whatever reason, like, that that ability is just there for Lottie. Yeah, um, yeah. Um. So we go downstairs, we see Javi come in with a pile of wood, and we, <laughs> I know, we find out that the, the mouse has been dead all along. Like, all along, right? Yeah, it's been dead for a long time. She probably well, found it is... dead. And the show, there have been a few times throughout this season where I've said something like, and yeah, if you thought about it for five seconds, but everything moves so fast, but it's like, of course you didn't find a tame mouse in the Canadian wilderness. 
In the middle of winter. Like, of course she didn't. That mouse yeah. is not just hanging out in her pocket because it likes to be there. Yeah, there's no way that that mouse was just sort of like hanging out with her as her little pocket pet that whole time. But my kind of like, I guess, question about that, though, is that like this episode was really trying to drive home in the first half just how hungry mm-hmm. not even just like how starved these girls are and how and i this these people are and how like how directly it's affecting them yeah and so when i but but at the same time i guess akila only found that mouse a few days ago right like or i guess we don't yeah. know how much time has really passed between the beating and right. now but it's pretty recent not not long yeah so it's it's not so they were starving then too it's just yeah even more so because i think that's what we're supposed to think for the most part is like these hallucinations have to do with how how hungry they how are how weak and yeah yeah although i did notice in this episode that um we are seeing a very specific filming technique to mm-hmm. indicate when people are hallucinating yeah. and we've seen versions of this before with the vcr static but this is sort of like a blur vignette around the edges that looks a little bit like what's going to happen if you're about to faint. Um, it's definitely them trying to show that like tunnel yeah, closing tunnel vision. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that seems to indicate when things are are in somebody's head. Yeah. So that's um, why I was I was interested, or I was curious as to whether or not we think that lot or that Akila had a living mouse friend at all. I don't. I doubt it. I, she probably found a dead mouse in the pantry and was like, "This is my new friend." I'd like to add uh, just one piece of evidence to us trying to pin down where these girls are from. Akila says we're going to go to the beach. The only people who say to the beach who are from Jersey are people who already live down the shore. Because if yeah. you live down the shore, you're not saying we're going down the shore. Um, no. So these these are short. Now we know officially these yeah. are which we've been speculating that they're like near at Asbury, least n- yeah. nearby. You know, mm-hmm. Asbury or somewhere around there. That general Asbury area. adjacent. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway, back to the cabin. Um. So Van is watching Ty with this same fuzzy, uh, filter around mm-hmm. the edges, and Ty is like cleaning up the cups. One of which looks like the cup that Shauna saw in her dream. Um. Oh. oh where the oh. poisoned tea right. was. Um. But she sees two ties reflected in the window, or Ty sees two ties reflected in the window. She whips around, and obviously, there's no, there's not another tie there. It's, but it, it's Van. It's Van. They're really setting Van up in a really curious way this week, or not setting mm. her up because I think there's been some hints of this, but we're like, they're really making us take note of Van in a really peculiar and specific way this week, especially in '96, but not just in '96. Yeah. Yeah, she she has a very sort of active role in this whole this whole episode. So then we see a quick scene where she actually it's Van again gives mm-hmm. Mari a belt to put in the soup, like a leather belt that she found in Jackie's luggage, um, saying that there might be some protein in it. Um, which somebody says mm, belt soup. Yeah, belt soup. Um, I did see a comment on of all places Reddit. Who knew? <laughs> that I spent too much time there, that um, some of the chemicals used for tanning are extremely poisonous and could make them all very sick. Oh. Um, 
So that I, I didn't know that because I've always heard that that's like a real thing that like if you get stranded, you and you have like leather shoes mm-hmm. or whatever, or like the soles of your shoes, you can get. Yeah, they probably heard that too. But mm-hmm. apparently there's some chemicals in there in the process that are not so great for you, especially if you like put them in a soup and they like leach say, out. Especially if you boil. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, maybe um, we are, we're to assume that like Jackie's buying her belt from some like, I don't it's know. It's probably a very high quality belt. We see a quick uh, confrontation between Shauna and I think it's Jen. Shauna grabs a blanket um, to bring up to Lottie. <laughs> and Melissa's like, oh, now you give a shit about Lottie? Which is like kind of a fair point. It is a fair point. But Van says that um, Lottie took it from her to protect, protect us. us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let that be for nothing. And the like took it from her, like took a beating, right? Yeah. But also took, it seems like that darkness that everybody mm-hmm. is always talking about. Like they felt like it was in Shauna and by... Mm-hmm through this act of violence it was like you know Lottie acted as a kind of martyr to it yeah a hundred percent Nat and Ben are chatting in the <sighs> corner the only Nat's two who like still I have their them. wits about them in some way I know Nat says maybe d- Lottie dying wouldn't be the worst thing and Ben is like yeah if she's yeah. in pain you know maybe it's better and she's like well she's also <laughs> fucking weird and has a lot of control over everybody <laughs> I still, everybody keeps saying stuff like that. I mean, and yes, yes, like, we have plenty of scenes of Lottie saying stuff that is like, you know, Lottie being Lottie and people listening to her in that way. But the major things that we've been pinning on Lottie are not, like, I, I don't know. It's just, it is very interesting to see how she's been kind of forced into this role as a sort of leader without actually doing any leading well and she's she is doing some leading but she's doing it in a much more benign way than what ends up happening at the end of this episode right like we talked about how a lot of what she's doing in 96 and even in 2021 up until this episode um is like breathing exercises Mm -hmm. and pretty standard like psychological uh techniques that are not shocking or weird or anything yeah. at all they're it's just, just logical like good, good therapy stuff yeah um you know in 2021 she's kind of going towards the culty with like the burial rituals and stuff like that but again that's not the same as what we end up seeing in this end up seeing in this episode yeah but this is where ben in this conversation gets gets his his uh <laughs> little light bulb going on going up so funny (laughs) going off over his head yeah because that's like i even saw javi like bowing to one of the symbol trees yeah (laughs) ben's trying very casually so casual yeah so uh like which uh which tree was it just like just wondering no big deal yeah no big whatever it's whatever yeah um but he goes to javi's luggage and finds um the drawings that javi has made do you know why i hate this show why? Because I have been defending these f- fucking creators with with Adam is not Javi, which we obviously know to be true, yes. and maybe Adam is just some guy and whatever. That those drawings, that's Adam's 
it's not exact, but that is Adam's it's tattoo. It's Adam's tattoo, though. It's like they all came off of the same flash, like wall of flash at the <laughs> tattoo shop. He just picked a different one. Like I could, I was furious. I was like, "What are we doing? What are we doing with Adam now?" Javi is Adam Martin's tattoo artist. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. No, I know they're so similar. There's also, so many common like design elements. It's it's like I, I couldn't. I was. I was livid. I was like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with that, Jody? I don't know. What do you make know. of that at this point? Or do you? I, so I've seen lots of sort of like people bending over backwards to try to make a connection through like maybe Walter or maybe like, you know, somebody is Adam's brother is connected to the Yellow Jackets or whatever. But does I have that no... explain? No, if... it doesn't. And I have no fucking his... clue. I... Like maybe it's... the drawings like left the wilderness with them. And like maybe Adam actually was some sort of like Yellow Jackets obsessive. But, you know, it's, it's I have no answers for that one. I can't with this show. I love it so much and I hate it. Because like, yeah. I... <sighs> like, don't tell us, Adam, this is what I get for even entertaining anything the creators say ever. I love you both. But like spend all this time saying Adam's just some guy give us some weird tattoo that is I thought just supposed to throw us off mm -hmm. and then just have it be one of Javi's drawings basically yeah <laughs> it's a I mean dirty... it's not one of Javi's drawings but it's basically but it's one of similar. Javi's drawings it's yes. so similar yes um also Javi's drawings are so funny because it's like the one there's one that's um of a bird mm -hmm. but it's got like a it I don't know if it's actually a little hat, but it's like clearly It's not a hat. There's a diamond behind him with like a little circle. He looks like he's wearing a little dunce cap. It's not it's a hat. It's a symbol. <laughs> it's like diamonds the whole... behind him. <laughs> the whole picture is made up he's to look kind of like a the symbol. Like I feel like there's like a branch yes. that's like the and he's got a little yep. dunce cap on and the dunce It's not cap... <laughs> a dunce cap. It's a diamond with like he's, a circle behind it it is it's it's a bird in front of the symbol basically he's a, a little bird wearing a dunce cap and he's on no. a branch and it looks like the symbol he's um because he's like how stupid that you fell into this cabin in the middle of nowhere you idiot bird i think is what he's trying to convey <laughs> that's just definitely it it looks kind of like an eagle or a hawk but yeah there's that drawing there's one of a rabbit that is in front of some triangles with circles on top of them there's the tree root one that is obviously the one that uh ben is most interested in and then there's one of a triangle um with a couple circles behind it that looks like it's bleeding onto the mountain which is interesting it's funny you and i haven't talked about the trigonometry of it all in a long time um but it keeps popping back up in different ways because like i don't know that's a weird choice for uh how old is javi a young 13 some, 14? Right? something like yeah. that um kid to like hone in on for that to be the thing that he's interested in in drawing it just seems very intentional as 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 an art educator myself i i would love to see this in a portfolio from a potential student <laughs> i would definitely uh i would definitely encourage my university to accept him yeah he's got a point of view for sure right he does <laughs> he does oh javi i know his, it's his little drawings are one of the things that really like endeared yeah, but like, and the little carving that he made um, with the knife that he got from Shauna last season. I don't remember the little carving. 
Yeah, he asked, he like borrowed Shauna's knife and he made like a little, it was like, I think it was a wolf. Oh, cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a little artist. Mm -hmm. He's sensitive. Well, he was. He was. Rip. R.I.P. <laughs> anyway, Akila anyway. thinks about eating that nasty old mouse. Yeah, she yeah. tries to eat it and can't. Um, but again, yeah. that shows how starving they are. Like, not only is it a nasty old dead mouse, but it was her only friend in that cabin. But, <laughs> like, as somebody, I know I've said this before, as somebody who watched the show alone religiously during the pandemic, she should have eaten the fucking mouse. Yeah, but it's probably, it's I know, it's be. probably, like, mummified. Yeah. It she should have eaten alive. it maybe when she found it. Yeah. But then this is where Mari is again uh, tending to her soup, but this time she hears the dripping. Yeah, and Ty again. hears it too, she says. Ty hears it too. But this again, to me, that was dark Ty because she just woke you up. You think so? Yeah. she Because huh. every time we see, like in this episode specifically, like, but in others as well, like when Ty is something supernatural or something sort of otherworldly is happening, she seems to be just waking up. Yeah, that's that's true. But her demeanor is usually uh, a little different when it's dark tie. But I guess maybe. Yeah, but interestingly enough, they're kind of blending together. Like I was just I... going to say, maybe that's yeah. part of what's going on here. Yeah, sometimes it can be hard to tell which is which. Like there's some places where it's super obvious that it's dark tie, but then there's others where you're like not quite sure. Um... And And it is interesting that then she's the one. So Mari says... Or Ty says, I can hear it too. They try to find it. And then Mari sees the walls bleeding and she freaks out and she's screaming, mm -hmm. they're they're dead, they're dead. Yeah. Um, and it is Ty then, who is clearly just regular old Ty, who says, who like snaps her out of it. Yeah. So that does also lend uh, evidence or whatever to what you're saying, that it was originally Dark Ty because... yeah. Someone on, I, how many, this is, if there was a drinking game associated with this podcast, would be how many times <laughs> does Jody mention Reddit in one? And how many times has Andrea mentioned Lost? Yeah. Um, but there was something I saw earlier today and I did not screen cap it. So I don't have the author and I apologize because this was like, sometimes you see something that somebody posts and you're like, holy shit. And today somebody posted something that was like, what if they, when she says they're dead, they're dead. What if what's actually happening is there are like a bunch of them actually are dead and they're in the cabin, like just hallucinating and surrounded by dead people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it just it gave me a chill. I was like, oh, my God. Um, it also this was sort of one of the more direct, I think, connections to The Shining. Oh, yeah. The uh, creators have talked about how that was one of their influences for this. Oh, that makes sense. Them being stuck in, it's like snowed in. Mm -hmm. with just yeah, that's cool. It's. I feel like there are probably other references to The Shining that we have missed. Also. Yeah, I haven't watched that movie in a very long time. Uh, yeah. But, it's funny that she says they're dead, but what they show, us, her seeing. That's an awkward sentence, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's just the bleeding walls. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's because weird... we don't know what she means by that. Yeah. Yeah. And during this moment, Ben kind of hobbles out of the back room. <laughs> He's so good here. <laughs> he looks at them and like Van's like, it's the hunger, it's the hunger, it's okay. And he like turns around like, Jesus like, Christ, God, these people. These fucking <laughs> like, people. Walks back. <laughs> huh. Yeah. 
I want so badly to know more about the history of the cabin. And I, I know. know that they, if you're paying attention to any of the behind the scenes stuff, we've seen that they've, it seems that they've shot some stuff. Yeah, So my have. guess is that it'll have to be next week because next week is the season finale. But I don't know how they're going to have, well, I was going to say, I don't know how they're going to have time for any of that, but they've kind of given us so much in 96 at this yeah. point. Like most of the mysteries of 96 that they set up for us over the last two seasons are not mysteries, but questions. Mm -hmm. So many of them have kind of been solved with this episode that yeah. like, I could see 90, I could see the not 2021 timeline just being hmm, previously in the cabin. Yeah, I mean, the preview definitely, I think, showed scenes from the 96 that mm -hmm. we know. Right. I also did see, we've talked about this, but I did see somewhere they had posted that it was actually going to be 10 episodes. So I'm kind of like still hoping beyond hope that there is actually a 10th episode that's <laughs> a like a bonus. Head. That's just a bonus episode. That's just cabin guy's life and the cabin. I can always, I can always hope. But so we see a quick sort of check in between Misty and Ben, where she's like concerned because he's sharpening his knife for a really <laughs> long time, um, just making sure that he's not uh, thinking about jumping off the cliff again. But yeah, what he's actually doing a little bit into like a school counselor here. Yeah, the, just yeah. the way that she approaches him, and she's like, "That's that's really good." Yeah, yeah, get some fresh air. Um, but he's actually making his crutches a little more snow friendly. <laughs> he makes little snowshoes. Little for snowshoes crutches. for the crutches. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see Travis sort of watching Nat and Javi talking to each other. And Nat is giving Javi a pair of gloves that she that has no fingers. I don't know. They're I, at the mo she says She's like apologizing for the fact that they're not great. And she says, they don't even change color in the cold. <laughs> like freezy freakies. Just such a 90s bit oh, of, I love those gloves. Fashion. They, they're back, dude. Did you know? No, I didn't know. You can get freezy freakies now. Stop it. You can. I was getting Vietnamese food like a couple of months ago in the winter. And I was walking out the door with my order. Oh my God. And a guy came in wearing. Oh my God. Freaky freakies. I'm and I crying. stopped him. <laughs> oh no, I made you cry. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at them now. They're just the old, the original. They're the same ones. Holy. I know. I got so excited at this random person I didn't know, this man walking in as I was leaving the Vietnamese place. Oh, they're all I sold stopped out. Him. I stopped him and I was like, oh my God. He's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, you don't wear freezy freakies and not want someone to, to stop exactly. you about it. They exactly. Are, oh my God! This these ski alpine ones—they're they so good. All sold out. I know. Maybe next winter, <sighs> I'll make more. Oh my God. Anyway, side note. So then Travis comes over, and heartbreakingly, knowing what's about to come, sits down with her, and says, "You're a good person, and I'm sorry for making you feel ever making you feel otherwise." This is so rough. It's so sad. And it's the most like um, emotionally intelligent Travis has been in two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, because he sees Nat in that moment. And he is seeing her with that sort of fuzz haze mm -hmm. around her. Like he's clearly looking at her through hunger and something. But Hungry. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> sorry. 
But he clearly is seeing, like, her intentions and not her actions. Right? Is not, um, is not, is Nat the best one? Of all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, by she a is. lot? By, like, a lot, yeah, I think. I think so. Yes. <sighs> yes. I think so. In both timelines, actually. Yeah. Um. But they, like, hold hands. You also can see the bandage still from when Travis, like, cut his palm mm -hmm. for the sacrifice. And then we jump back up to the attic. It looks like Lottie has a fever now. Things are not going great. Mm -hmm. It is. It's another thing where, like, I have to keep reminding myself that we know Lottie's alive in 2021. Yeah, yeah cuz she does not look good. Mm -mm. And Misty here like kind of turns her um techniques on Lottie and just says like take a deep breath. Yeah. Like you tell us to do. And Lottie tells her to promise not to waste her body if she dies. Which is very thoughtful of her. I kind of get it. Like if you're going to die of natural causes, like do I want someone to eat me? Not really, but like I'm dead. What do I care? Yeah, and I kind of think, though, I wouldn't be worried that they weren't, that they might waste my body. I'm like, I know these yeah. girls. They're I'm probably getting... gonna. Yeah. Yeah. So Lottie says not to waste her body if she dies. We see a quick um, flash of Ben kind of drawing a little map for himself uh -huh. from the big map on the wall. <laughs> Love little Ben doing his little tasks all by himself. Yeah. I did note that... Because we watch, obviously, we watch this more than once to get ready to talk about it. And the first time I watched it, I kind of noticed it. But the second time I watched, I noticed a lot. That in a lot of these scenes, when Ben is kind of puttering around, figuring things out, that Javi is asleep on the floor behind him. Yeah. And, like, it just feels now like such foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. It's just, he's just lying there, like... I don't know. It's it's like sad and it's there's just something about the way that it's framed with him like kind of passed out behind Ben every time. Yeah, well, and even in the episode at least maybe ju maybe only just the episode before this one, but when you realize that it seems like Javi and Ben are sharing a bedroom, um mm. that it made me nervous for Ben because I know that Javi has Travis there but Travis is still kind of part of all of it and it felt to me like at least Javi had like one adult who he wasn't afraid of Ben's the only one up until this episode that he's yeah. yeah and yeah. so I was really nervous for Ben because of that because I was like they're gonna take Javi's only protector like real like not even protector ben's not interested in protecting anyone um right. which is fine i don't blame him but the only one that like javi seems to feel act like genuinely safe around i was like yeah. they're gonna take him away from javi but but i was wrong <sighs> yeah and so we do see ben sort of go off into into the woods he he comes down off the porch we see his little snowshoes and uh it looks like it's dusk it was sort of a gray dark feeling um but misty comes down and tells everyone what lottie said about not uh wasting her if she dies and, and mari is it mari yeah mari says the wilderness won't let her die and then travis is like well it might not want her to but yeah she's starving there's wilderness isn't gonna do anything about that yeah i think this scene is sort of the precursor to 
what's about to happen. And I think this is where they're all kind of piled together on the floor, like keeping each other warm. And we've been seeing all these signs of how bad the hunger is getting, but this is them really like talking about it as a group as to like, they're all basically starving to death at the moment. And then is it Ty who says we need to find a way to stay alive and it can't be her? It is. So she's And the again, real... she just woke up in that moment. Yeah, and she's like the real uh imp not impetus, like cat catalyst. I don't even know. Yeah. She's the one who really puts us into motion that way. Yeah. I'm also convinced that this is also dark tie. I think you, you saying that up. is I'm I'm reminded of what Tawny has said, which is she thinks of other tie not necessarily as evil but just as like the one who gets shit done mm -hmm. <laughs> like she yeah which is what she says about all jersey girls um yeah. but but that like dark tie will do the thing that nobody else wants to do and so yeah in, in that case it would make total sense for this to be dark tie here well and ty's also the one that didn't know she was eating jackie mm -hmm. like that was dark tie also yeah and so i think that like when we see them all take part in what's about to happen, you know, that could also be dark tie. Like how much of this is actually the the sort of tie that like our central tie character taking part in all of this. But she's no more uh, like bloodthirsty or anything else than any of the other girls in the scene to come, though. Mm -mm. So w whether it's dark tie or not, it's like... It's interesting yeah. to see that compared to how the other girls um, behave in these in these upcoming scenes. Yeah. And this is where we really get into it, right? We see a quick shot of Lottie dreaming upstairs, kind of like thrashing her around a little. Um, and Misty and Mari place the skull, that deer skull that they have bled on in the past, <laughs> onto the stool. Ty stands over it and they put a bunch of stuff on it, including a hair clip, which I texted you. I was like, is that a hair clip? Those offerings are so funny. It's like a button, a hair clip. More hair yeah. from Lottie's pockets, a thimble, yeah. like a yeah. little bit of Just lint, one bean. Yeah. <laughs> that random penny that's still in someone's pocket. <laughs> exactly. But that, now we see the ritual. And so I just want to quickly jump in here and say I watched an interview with uh, Liv Hewson, and they were saying that the reason that um, Van is in charge here is because this was her idea, that this ritual came from Van. Well, it's funny that they skip over the planning completely. Like, yeah. Ty says, we need to find a way to stay alive and it can't be her. And then they cut to... The, the ritual of Van's holding the cards. Yep. So I'm yeah. so interested to see if they, because maybe they skipped over it because do we really need to know how they set the rules out if we're going to watch it? Or did they skip over it because something pivotal that they're not ready for us to know yet happens in that conversation? Maybe. I'm more of the, I'm more of the mindset that we're going to see it happen. We don't need to see how it got there. But, mm -hmm. um, but I did think it was interesting that, that they said that to them, van came up with this idea of how to make this decision um and is leading it and this is kind of goes to what you were saying in the beginning mm -hmm. about how van is such a pivotal person in this episode and how we see parts of her that we haven't seen before yeah and she's um, starting in this scene as the cards are going around everybody's watching so there do you want to do yeah, you want to walk us through in. it yeah 
So um, Van is holding the cards. She shows everyone the Queen of Hearts with the eyes kind of um, sketched out. She shuffles badly, I will say. Yeah, I was thinking I, the same thing. That is like the worst shuffling job I've ever seen. Yeah, I can't shuffle cards for the life of me. I would have handed them off. Oh, you're one of those people? Oh, yeah, I'm one of those people. I would have handed that deck off to anybody else. I'm really good at shuffling cards. Um, <laughs> That's a North Jersey thing. I feel like you're all born. It? Yeah, because I feel like you're probably all born as like card card, card sharks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, part of our DNA. Um, I can smell when it's when like the weather's about to change being from South Jersey. And I can do the thing where if I put two fingers to the ground, I can tell if there's any wildlife <laughs> heading my way. Okay. You okay. can yeah. hustle a game of poker. It yeah. just... These are inborn yeah. Blackjack. traits that we have. Exactly. Yeah. You are born with the innate ability to count cards. It's just, yes. it's yes. just what happens. Of course. Of course. Um, we also see a shot of the antlers behind Van in this moment. They just put them up everywhere all the time. Uh, everyone's got the antlers behind yeah. them right now. First, she holds the cards out to Misty, who chooses a card, um, who gets the Eight of Diamonds. Um, but then Misty takes the deck and is now the one holding on the cards. Well, she's our equipment manager, so yes. it makes sense that she'd be the one exactly. in charge here. Exactly. Um, so she offers the deck to Aquila, who pulls the seven of clubs. Van pulls the jack of hearts. Um, there's a moment of eye contact between her and Ty here. A little bit of relief. Shauna pulls the four of diamonds. Travis, the ace of clubs. Ty, the six of clubs. Melissa, the three of hearts. And then Javi pulls the king of spades. Ugh. And he kind of breaks the circle and runs to Travis and gives him a hug. And then Travis says, we're okay. We're okay. Oh mm. my God. Yeah. yeah. Heartbreaking. And the reason I'm actually saying which cards they pulled is because I did see in that same interview with Liv, they said that those those cards, the suits and the numbers were in the script. Interesting. And they were apparently like important to get right. Hmm. Yeah. We don't know has, why. Has Reddit figured it out yet? Reddit has done some numerology reporting, which <laughs> I will I will skip over. Our, our listeners know how to find Reddit. We don't need to take too much time on that. But, uh, I yes. love it. I love it. It's Again, amazing. Yeah. But then Nat pulls the Queen of Hearts. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Those are the lost numbers. They're still in my brain. I can't they believe just, you still have those in your brain. I know the last one was 42, but that's all yeah, I remembered. They all live inside my brain. That's that's sad. There's other things that could be in there. Yeah, I miss like one meeting a week because I forget to check my calendar, but I still have the lost numbers. There you go. Everyone looks horrified, including obviously Yeah. Matt. Man, Sophie is so good in this scene. Oh my god, this whole episode. Mm -hmm. She's yeah, incredible. She's, she's so good. Especially the last scene. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so they both, she and Shauna step into the circle this apparently has all been coordinated ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And Shauna tells Nat to turn around. She puts Jackie's necklace on her. Again, we're getting every single every, answer. Yeah. All in a row. Yep. And and it's all, again, like, I, I don't know if I said this at the top of the episode or before we started recording. It's kind of almost exactly what we figured it would be. Aside from yeah. the, like, it being Nat. And obviously mm -hmm. we couldn't have anticipated that. But, like, but... Yeah, the necklace is on the person who's running because we put the necklace on the person yeah. who pulls the Queen of Hearts. Like, yeah. it's there's no twist. The show is it just is what it is. Yeah. So she puts the necklace around her neck. We see some flashes of her putting it onto Jackie um, while she was alive. 
as if we haven't all been obsessing over it for two seasons. Right. We know. We know. Yeah. We, we know but, where it's coming from, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but she holds the knife to her throat. And Van looks super excited in this moment. Van is... She's, she's ready. Van goes immediately feral right away. It mm-hmm. is so... Like, she has been waiting for this, it seems like. Yeah. Um, she is excited in this scene. Yep. Nat she's says, in an ecstatic state. Yes. Yes. So she's holding the knife to Nat's throat, but Nat says, you're going to have to face me. She says, it's so... First of all, Shauna is also ready. Like, she's just going to do it. Um, yeah. She looks also freaked out and, like, terrified and upset. Well, but it's going to happen if yeah. Travis doesn't stop her. Which feels very Shauna to me that, like, she's decided she's going to do it, so she's going to do it. And then when Nat says, you're going to have to look me in the eye, and that mm-hmm. her line delivery there is so good because she's so scared, but mm-hmm. she's so, like, um, uh, defiant, maybe, mm-hmm. or, or insistent or something, but her voice yeah. is quivering a little bit, mm-hmm. and you can tell she's having a hard time getting those words out, and it is, it's, she's just so good there. Yeah, and Shauna seeing some flashes from Doom coming and killing the deer, and then Travis just fucking tackles her. Yeah, he's like, it's... "You're not, you're not gonna kill my girlfriend in front of me." Do you think he would have done that if they hadn't had that moment of tenderness earlier? Not that he would have wanted her to die if they hadn't had that, but do no. you think he would have been like, "Do you know what I, I mean?" I do. I do because I think that he was already feeling that way. He just hadn't said it to Nat. Right, right. I do. I think he has, they still have, like, more of a real connection than he has with anyone else there other than Javi. Mm-hmm. So he tackles Shauna. Van and Mari grab him. He tells Nat to run, similar to what Shauna said to Javi when yeah. they were in the Doomcoming situation. The parallels here are very cool. Clearly so intentional. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so Nat runs to the door and Misty says, no, she's getting away. <laughs> And we get a, another great needle drop with butterfly wings. This is an all-timer for this show. It's oh, so, so good. good. It's so good. After she runs out, Travis continues to try to help by blocking the door mm-hmm. so that they can't get out. And then Jen, I noticed it was Jen, put the knife to his throat and they kind of move him out of the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised because I know how the show works, but like it wouldn't have been a huge shock um, in a show like this if they also killed him in this moment. Yeah, um, yeah. I think to me it would have made a lot of sense for them to do that, but mm-hmm. I think for the story it doesn't. You right, know. exactly. Um, but that this wouldn't is be when... the wilderness choosing is the other thing, right? But they're all so disconnected from like their humanity in this moment that it really yeah. could have gone either way. Yeah, they're all they all go totally feral here. They all run out the door. They're all like howling like wolves. Yeah. Um, grabbing various uh weapons van grabs the the rebar from the (laughs) fire pit misty's got her trusty axe and my axe yes you know like Um, rings and so this is sort of the fateful moment where travis and javi make eye contact as they're holding travis at knife point (sighs) And it's almost like there's this mental, like, go help her kind of thing happening. Travis is never going to forgive himself. I know. We know he never does. <laughs> yeah. And so, tra- so Javi, like, is like, yep, I'm going to go save her. Nat is a good one. I'm going to, I'm going to go make oh, sure she's all right. Oh, I know. I'm crying again. <laughs> I'm crying about the gloves. 
<laughs> I'm crying about Javi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So everybody's running. Um, I thought it was interesting. Nat knows these woods better than anybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, she did always have a shot even without Javi, but mm-hmm. he's he's determined to help her. We see her hide behind a tree at one point as they're all racing by, which reminded me of when she was running around uh, Lottie's compound and uh, hiding yeah. from people behind trees. <laughs> yeah. It is funny. You said that she would have a shot. She'd have a shot in hiding from them, but not yeah. in coming back. Like, right. Ha- yeah. Javi... Like, what happens needs to happen if we're going to yes. see Nat make it to 2021. We do have a little break here from the action where we see Ben again. Um, they're kind of like, Ben ends up where Javi is trying to get Nat mm-hmm. to. He finds the the tree, the actual tree with the symbol on it and the specific roots. This is nitpicky of me, but <laughs> the tree they showed us last week... Yeah. Looked so much more like like the one in the picture than the one he found that I was like, why did they even, why did they do that last week then? If this is the one. Yeah. Well, I do think that we don't know that actually that it's a, that there aren't multiple entrances, first of all. I was just going to say, I think the symbols are marked like. Yeah. They're marking like entrances. entrances. Yeah. So he found one of them. but Right. But we know there's another symbol at that cliff and as you pointed out in the photos of that scene it looks very much like there are cave entrances like so much more like yeah that and like that picture than the one he found but fine yeah. whatever but he notices steam coming up yeah right which we again kind of thought might be why there was that mossy mm-hmm. tree and all of that um so he moves the ferns away and he sees the cave Throws his crutch down in it, but leaves the other fucking crutch outside the cave. I know. I know. Ben. Yeah. I don't know ben. what. If you're afraid Sna- of these people, cover your fucking tracks. Seriously. I was. I was. It's uh, not like you're not from Jersey. Like, yeah, you should know how sh- to take care of yourself sh- out there. Exactly. I was really surprised at that, too. Yeah. But he goes into the cave and he sees a little fire pit. He sees a bunch of small animal bones. Clearly, this is where Javi survived for a couple months. Um, maybe eating bats. I don't, I, they, yeah, somebody I don't know said what they looked was... like bat bones, which I guess what else would be alive down there? Right. Yeah. I have no idea, but, yeah. but whatever, that's how he did it. And so we also get the dripping sound. Um, mm. it's so loud in that cave that I, my thought is if the dripping isn't just a, uh, an auditory hallucination of Mari's, but something that she's more like clued into. We're just hearing another cave under the cabin, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of those people that has like very, very sensitive hearing and mm-hmm. gets really annoyed at repetitive noises. Mm-hmm. I would definitely be Mari freaking out and hearing <laughs> the dripping, and no one else could hear mm-hmm. it. So then, Javi, we go back to Javi and Nat running through the woods. Um, he finally get he finally spots Nat and finally speaks. Yeah. Just to yell for her to stop and says that he he can help her. He has somewhere for them to go. He's also, I noted, wearing the gloves that she gave him. Oh, God. Yeah. The group is trying to find her. They, like, stop and listen for a second and then run off again. Um, and this is when Javi says he can take her to a place no one knows about, that she can trust him. And she trusts him and she follows mm-hmm. him and... 
they run across the the frozen lake which is as it as we noted it's getting later in the winter earlier in the spring and basically he they're running across the lake we this is the scene we saw in the preview with all of them running across the lake behind him or behind them and we hear the ice crack and as someone who ice skates on frozen lakes jody this is my fucking nightmare yeah it should be well i don't we we drill down into the ice it has to be six inches thick for us to skate on it like we know what we're doing but you still pay me <laughs> it's gotta be such an awful i know they say that like first of all freezing to death and also drowning actually aren't of all the ways to go aren't the worst of them mm -hmm. i think um but first the chill then the stupor then the letting go it's an emily anyway um so yeah, yeah the ice breaks he falls through he Nat, falls through of course tries to save him of course because she's, and she's yelling at person. the other people yeah and she's yelling at them to help i know it's so like, sad they've just been chasing you to kill you but there's a part of her that's like wakes up in that moment is like no we're a fucking group of teenagers <laughs> we live in a society we live in a society like this guy this kid's drowning obviously we're all gonna help him but no uh misty runs up to her drops the axe and says like tells her to stop trying to help it she does the sort of practical yeah thing she says in if this you save case, him the others will get you no we've all decided that um javi is more expendable and so i mean he was gone he came like <laughs> but you know he's he's already it, it's another death on this show where nobody actively killed him but they let him die they let him die yeah yeah and akila uh, there's a little bit of humanity left in akila too she says we can still get him out of there yeah but shauna says wait they watch him flounder Ugh. Yeah, Nat's face in this moment is, again, just so horrific. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw people online saying, like, that Nat's responsible. No, she's not. Get out of here. They were going to kill her. She like, did. In that moment. I think it's heartbreaking, and I understand why she has so much guilt. Uh, I couldn't help I when she, it reminds me, or it made me think so directly of the scene with her and Lisa from last week or the week before where she says, like, I'm, you know, we, we did what we could to survive, maybe, but I don't know if we deserve to. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is what she's talking about, yeah, of course. Yeah, this, like, this is where all of that comes from. I all understand of the guilt. why you might. Yeah. Yeah. And there may be more awful things that they do, but this is certainly the first one where she personally feels like she killed Javi, mm -hmm. even though she didn't. Right. But this is sort of, they do this little dance where they like watch him die, but then have to grab him before he actually sinks. Yeah. So reminiscent of the moose from a couple totally. weeks ago. Totally. Like to the point where I wondered if they, if this spot that was thin that Javi fell through Oh. was where the moose was could be yeah you know because it wouldn't have refrozen that fast True. that much of it van Not in this moment again looks psychotic truly and we see some echoes with the way lauren ambrose plays her this week um of of those expressions in a in not quite so overt a way but like there's just there's something yeah there's like a steeliness yeah below the yeah. surface exactly yeah 
But they pull him out. Misty listens for his breath and then nods that he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Van says the wilderness chose. And then we see a flash of Lottie falling asleep up up in the attic. She's no, no longer, you know, flailing around. Mm-hmm. They all step back. We see the camera pull back to show them all standing kind of separate from each other in a circle. But they did that so the ice wouldn't crack under them. Mm-hmm. And they stand around Javi's body. So I knew it was going to be hard to jump from 96 to 21 after all of that. But uh, can I say one more thing about 96 yeah. before we do that? Of course. Is, I hope we never see Ben again. And I mean that because I love him. Yes. I just yes. want Ben to live in that cave. Yes. And just... Just I don't pull know. that crutch in, hide, put the ferns <laughs> back in front of the door. Exactly. Eat some bats. Uh-huh. Hang out down there, never come back. I'm starting to think he might. I, You know what I love? I love the idea of however they're. <laughs> Here's what I want to happen. I want the rescue to happen by plane. I want them to all think Ben has disappeared, has died. Maybe he's fallen through the ice. They've all just decided he's gone. A plane comes in and he pops out of that cave and just gets <laughs> right on the plane with everybody else. I'm all for that. Yeah, if I were him, I would not be going back to that cabin with those fucking psychos. No way. No No, way. No, thank you. Absolutely not. Um, I do wonder what's happening with that cave and with Ben as we move forward. Because, like, does he tell them about it? I wouldn't. better not. I wouldn't. I mean... You need an escape hatch from these people. Yeah. Well, and it's in, I need to, as often as you mentioned Reddit, we should also have for any time I say it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing with the caves is that we've been holding out as that being like, oh, that's the thing that they're going to find that will help them survive. Right. But they have the cabin and also now they've figured out a food source. Yeah. So they don't really Each need other. it for the next winter. Like, yeah. Although something has to happen to raise the stakes mm-hmm. in beyond, this is a weird thing to say, beyond yeah. the hunting each other. Like, right. I don't know what we, we've got another, I mean, how much longer, at least through another winter or into another winter, right? Yeah. For them. Um, yeah. Because they said it's 19 months in the wilderness. If they crash in May or June, right? So they'll go through two full winters, basically. Yeah, and we know that scene with Pit Girl is, it seems to be dead, dead of winter. Yeah, Um, so it's probably a year later. And it can't just be that they just flash back to the earlier timeline for the next uh, three seasons of just them hanging out and hunting each other. Like, there, something has to happen to... Right. So who knows? Yeah, and I do think that the caves are... Now that we know they're real and not just a figment of uh, Reddit's imagination... (laughs) I'm I'm happy that they're real. Yeah. To be to be clear, totally. I feel like I love this idea. I love the idea that like there's something else going on that we still don't know about. Because there is sort of the possibility for this show of like, okay, it's the end of season 2 next week, right? We have answered a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they have, like you said, they have to find a way to keep it changing and growing and, and all of that. And this gives us another opportunity yeah. for something we new. We also don't need, it's, I don't think, I think I've said this before. I don't think the way the timeline works is season five, if that's where we end, 
the end of season five is the end of that previous timeline is the end of their time in the woods like i don't think that that's how this is going to work i have a feeling we'll get rescue and post rescue Um, oh my god yeah i don't know that they need to fill three more seasons but right i desperately want to see when they first get back that's Mm -hmm. like i also want to see what's happening while they're gone yeah, like, totally. What the families are doing, mm-hmm. like what do the rescue look what does the rescue like plan look like? You know, when do they give up looking for them? All of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um and one I think more we quick... will get some of that. I, I have yeah. to assume. I would assume so. If the writer's strike ever ends. Um Oh boy. I know. I did want to note something that occurred to me, the scene of them running across the lake. They're a soccer team, and I keep forgetting they're a soccer team, but mm-hmm. that scene of them running, yeah, it looked like a soccer team. It, like, <laughs> like, I'm not a soccer person, um, so I don't actually know any of the terminology, but like, when they kick the ball in mm-hmm. and they all go running, uh-huh. whatever that's called, apologies. It's a kick and run. Sure. Uh, that's what it looked like. Yeah, totally. It was like a flashback of them, like, this coordinated team effort well it it there are things about this where it's like oh it seems crazy that they had turned so fully so quickly and all be ready to run and like go after not like that but yeah it's like they had a target and mm-hmm. they all know how to work towards something together yeah uh, and so yeah so they did all right should we talk about 2021 <laughs> hell yeah i can't wait I know there's it's a little more fun. It's a little more Jesus. fun. Some more silly things happening uh-huh. in 2021. It's, it's just <laughs> this was just such like an exposition dump, but not for us as the audience because oh, we already we know. All know this. It was for them. It's, it's this so whole, funny. 2021 for the most part is them sitting around in a circle catching each other up on what they all their crimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they come back in. It seems like exactly from where they left off at the last mm-hmm. episode, they're talking about that song, how it's going to be stuck in their heads. <laughs> I will say Lightning Crashes was definitely stuck in my head for a oh while my God, after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Shauna comes in and says that they found Adam. It's, it's so funny because we were reminded that even though these women know so much about each other, there's also a whole... Uh, whole lot they don't know. Well, and it's funny to see what different people know about what different things and their crossover and who's keeping what from whom and where yeah. Misty's involved and where she isn't. And it was so comical to yeah. see them talk about this. But before that happens, so Shauna says they found Adam. I she says she needs to go be with her family. She says thank you for the goat time and whatever the hell this was. And she starts walking out to her car. And Nat and Misty are like, guys, uh, you you should probably stay. We've got to figure this out. Um, but Shauna's determined to leave. Van is asking Ty why everyone's panicking. Yeah. She knows that something's up. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, astute observation, Van, sure, but also they're being so (laughs) shady here. Like, they they couldn't be more conspicuous. Yeah, they're not being subtle. No. But Van pulls, like, a a bratty teenage... (laughs) Totally moment she runs up to shauna grabs the keys and throws them away into she the woods so her face here it's not the same thing as what's going on in 96 but it is it's just like a very van like 
I don't I, I don't know how to explain it, but she's got a look on her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is also where um, as they're walking to the car, Misty is grilling Nat about how how deep she dug Adam's grave. <laughs> I should have just done it myself. Yeah. Yeah, the standard six feet. The standard six feet. You know, when you hide a body in Hacklebarney mm-hmm. Park. <laughs> yeah, it's the standard six feet. Also a little cute six feet under reference there. Oh, yeah, cute. So then Van is insisting that they explain to her and Lottie what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start to talk about it, but they then notice Lisa and two other cult members kind of walking by. I think one of them is fucking Todd. (laughs) Fucking Todd. I think it was important that it was Lisa, though. I feel like Lisa's going to be a a big uh, piece of the next episode, I'm guessing. Are you worried about her? I am worried about Lisa, yes. We'll we'll talk about that at the end of this, because I am concerned. Um, Uh Uh-oh. But Lottie says that they should take it to the sharing shack, because that's what (laughs) it's there for. (laughs) Gotta go to the sharing shack. Shoshana goes, no. Uh, (laughs) is such, I know they all are, but Sean is such a teenager. Like, she's just, has not aged a day since 96. No. And Vannon follows them, but is the last to do so. Mm -hmm. And this is where, kind of going back to what you were saying about Van and her expressions, like we're doing this in two blocks of timelines, but in this moment we see Van walking behind them with a very specific look on her face. And in the show, it flips immediately to Van in 96 with the same look on her face. Yeah, I think it's, and it's in the moment where Ty is seeing Dark Ty in the window. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're always really intentional about when they cut. Yeah. But there are a lot in this episode that are so significant, I think. Yeah. Um, that That's one of them simultaneously uh kevin and matt this fucking guy he gets worse every week let's get to tossing boys oh god gross gross i literally in my notes wrote fuck that guy yeah he's he's just terrible again i feel the need to say he's a fantastic actor doing a great job at playing in a truly just horrible horrible man yeah i also love Callie filming him. I love her so much. I think we. I, I'm gonna what put a turnaround. A, I'm gonna put a super cut together of where oh. I was with Callie, how yeah. we felt about Callie season one, and where we are now. Which is, I would die for her. I love her so much. She's trying so hard. She's filming him, which is mm-hmm. really smart. It is. She's like joking about you know how he's gonna be going through her underwear drawer (laughs) this is a whole back and forth between them where she's trying to get under his skin but he actually ends up getting under hers i know because he says like who has your back mommy dearest um and he also says the psychopath apple doesn't fall far from the fucked up man-eating tree and it you see that really does in that moment it's it's so obvious that that really does get to her yeah it does then we see Jeff and Kevin Tan. Oh God! The 
Jeff is very Jeff in this scene, and it's like very fun to kind of watch him try to keep it together. Whatever he says, mm-hmm. my goodness, when he sees the, yeah. they bring out the pictures of the body they found, and they're trying to get some information from him. But I, yeah. but I think I said to you, it's so like, it's the scene early on of them disposing of that body is kind of fun. Like it's it's gruesome and it's whatever, but it's Misty's running the the show and it's like kind of silly and it's a little bit of like a buddy comedy thing but like a gruesome one going on Mm -hmm. but these pictures are just oh horrific and the conversation is really straightforward and and really blunt and it's like oh right like we're i like i always joke yellow jackets is a comedy um but it's like oh right but this is in this universe a gruesome a horrific murder has happened (laughs) like yeah and there and these and I hate Matt and I don't want and I want Kevin to just like go mind his own business or whatever. But like they are yeah. cops trying to solve a gruesome murder that they were right yeah. about. Like you and I keep saying like, oh well, maybe it's more me. But like, why are they even looking for him already? What's the big deal? Blah blah blah. But it's like, well, yeah, but they're well, they did murder. <laughs> they did he murder. Was literally Adam. dismembered. Dismembered. Like, yeah. <laughs> Head, feet, and hands. Yeah. Like. Yes. And it's just um, interesting. It's it's interesting. And so whenever like re- the reality of this show pops up like that, it's really startling. Yeah, because it's such a tone shift. It's like, yeah, this feels like they're taking so much um, very serious stuff so lightly. And then every now and then the seriousness kicks back in and you're like, wait, holy shit. Actually, what they did is horrific. I think we need to apologize to Misty for not trusting her with the tattoo. We we did we really we really thought that Misty would miss that big giant tattoo on his back. We should have trusted her. Yeah. She, of course. We should have trusted her. A cheese grater. A cheese grater. I literally just texted you in all caps, a cheese grater. Yeah. That is again gruesome. Yeah, just... the detail truly horrific oh my Um, god and it's it is so important because i'm like they're right this is all majorly fucked up also knowing what 96 was like for them it's i mean this is bad still but like they're just desensitized yeah to to gore yeah yeah and so you know, they're ta- that's kind of what they're talking about is like, this was done so precisely with a serrated knife. Like, and Jeff was like, well, that proves she couldn't have done it. My, my suburban wife. And nice try, they're like, Jeff. yeah, they're like, uh, okay. Except. I think they say certain survival skills. Yeah, exactly. They keep talking about what people are going to find out if they dig right into their past but the speculation Mm -hmm. is already there like yeah uh, my my first thought of some people who spent some time in the wilderness and we know very likely resorted to cannibalism isn't oh so that probably means they're really adept at cutting hands feet and heads off and knowing to you know what i mean like yeah there's something incongruous there incongruous so um but you know it's like you have to cut up a body to eat it not Jackie. Um, no. She was just a buffet That's true. for them. Good Lord. That brought back a vision I didn't <laughs> so want to see again. Um, but we find out how they figured out that it was Adam here. 
because Adam yes. donated his bone marrow. <laughs> he was a part of the bone marrow registry. Of, uh, it's also and he donated like, it to a friend of his who had cancer a few years ago. Yeah, and it's also like just another way to make Adam a just a perfectly good guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, which I, I'm i still, there's still something there to me. But yeah, I, I, I agree. Past. But yeah, he donated his marrow to a friend of his who had cancer a couple years ago. Um, and Jeff finally has had enough. He gets up and is like, I'm done. This is done. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Kevin asks him if he thought Shauna would be capable of this, his Jeff's face, he does such a good job. You already kind of mentioned this, but he does such a good job of appearing like a guy who's trying to act like he's okay but he's not okay it's Mm -hmm. like there's layers to it totally but back in the sharing shack well this is where we get the sort of like uh (laughs) (laughs) confession circle or whatever (laughs) they just it's like dominoes like one thing gets talked about and then that triggers something else and that triggers something else and it's and they're all trying to like shuffle some of the attention off of themselves onto the other ones but that just points back to somebody it's so good yeah i i wrote down things come out how ty got to van that jeff knows that misty had van's address that ty hired jessica roberts (laughs) that misty took care of jessica roberts just like one thing after another it's all coming out there's like i love i there's nothing i hate more than a the a plot line that holds on to a secret for too long and yes. it becomes the whole thing where it's like just goes on for way too long. This they're like, nope, it's all coming out right now. Like this ep- again, this episode is just kind of giving it like, you wanted it, here it is. Jesus. Yeah. Which again, why didn't they know about Lottie? Because she says, like, um, somebody asks Ty, like, how did you two get back together? And and Van's like, uh, she hit tried an 18 wheeler, which is totally normal. <laughs> Missy's like, I've had Van's address for years. You should have just yeah. asked me. Yeah. <laughs> for she also years. Says, she also says, I took care of it like I always do about Jessica. Yep. And then that leads to the the, con- the confession about the FBI thing and Walter and like she, the interrogation she of her boyfriend. Andy. Her boyfriend. Yeah. My she boyfriend, says, Walter Tattersall. Yeah. And she says, uh, she's talking about the interrogation and she's like, I mean, you know. On his boat. And she's like, Walter's boat, not Randy's boat. <laughs> like, Randy would never have a boat. And then, like, Ty figures out that it was Jeff because of uh-huh. that conversation with Randy that we kind of noted. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it is. It's like dominoes. It's everything comes out one thing after another. And it's all in this, like, circle. Ty is the most, seems to be the most shaken by all of this. Mm-hmm. She's so angry. And it's funny because she's kind of, it's like, I don't, I don't, of all of them, she's kind of the one who most kind of like, as far as we know, put, like, started all of these events. It's like her and Jeff, really. It's like, although they say, did your husband send the postcards? And we still don't have total confirmation. He's definitely the blackmailer. But yeah. the blackmailer, we don't know that the blackmailer is also the postcard sender, right? No, we don't. We don't. And it's interesting that they kind of, skipped over that here yeah they did mention the postcards but kind of in passing yeah but it's like if jeff hadn't hadn't started in with the b-mail and if (laughs) ty hadn't hired jessica roberts like who knows where we'd be right now yeah 
Yeah, Ty does look shaken by all of this, though. We quickly jump to Walter. I fucking love this. This is incredible. This so is good. the most, maybe the most incredible scene of this entire show. He he's, looks. It's, I, oh my God. He's doing a puzzle. He's in beautiful, clearly yeah. so expensive, like silk pajamas. I thought he was doing several puzzles at once, which is like a serial did, killer trait. I think it's it just. Was, it did look like it could have been two separate puzzles because I do not know of a puzzle that would have a cat in a space helmet and also a ship. <laughs> like that doesn't seem like it would be all in the same thing. Yeah, I think he's just a weird, creepy little genius. I loved this. Who like one puzzle giant, isn't yeah, an, enough and he's of a, in a challenge. Giant, glorious modern house. This house is beautiful. Very, but very. I used, in my when I teach, I call this uh, little person, big world, where it's like the person looks very, very small in relationship uh-huh. to the expanse around them. Right. And it's just well, it's it, just because he's a little hobbit. Well, he's just a little guy. That, he's just a little guy. It, it emphasizes that he's alone. Mm-hmm. in this house right he's content he's doing a puzzle he's got his laptop open he's got his reddit notifications coming in or his whatever that's it's honestly kind of a dream night yeah i i like a puzzle mm-hmm. um he's listening to sweeney todd of course of course yes. specifically the song which and i'm not i don't know everything about sweeney todd so for our listeners that are not broadway heads let's explain it um, because I didn't know this either. Um, the song playing as he was doing the puzzles from Sweeney Todd, it's called Nothing's Gonna Harm You, and is sung to Mrs. Lovett by her assistant. He's expressing his willingness to protect her against all else. I wonder if it meant Walter was off to protect and defend Misty from the cops. This is by Brown Velma Dinkley on Reddit. <laughs> Thank you for that. So he's he's listening to that song, which is about sort of the assistant's willingness to protect mrs lovett at all costs and so the speculation is like this is about walter going off to protect misty especially because he immediately he gets the notifications that they've found the body he immediately emails the wiskayak police department it Mm -hmm. looks like he's about to anyway and he no he does and it says i have some information yeah do we i don't know that we see him hit the send i think we heard the sound okay and so sending my I, my hope and thought, especially with that song playing, is that he's sending them some false information to give her, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the moment, I wasn't sure. And then after when I saw the him going to the closet to get the purple clothing, and then mm-hmm. we see the preview for next week, which we'll talk about later. I, I think he's, he's going to protect her. He's also got a go bag packed. Yeah, of course he does. He's got a lawyer on standby. And a boat in case he ever needs to leave the country without a passport. Exactly. He's been waiting his whole life. He's been waiting his whole life for something like this. Did you notice the scars on Elijah Wood's hands? I didn't, but I I saw someone talking about it. I did not notice it in the moment. When he goes to send the email, it's like a pretty prominent scar. And it's one, I obviously don't know what Elijah Wood's hands look like outside of movies, and probably they would cover them if they were his. Yeah. I think I think they're, it's Walter, I'm saying they, it's one big scar. I think it's Walter's scar. Um, mm. I don't know what the significance of that would be, but it was clearly something they wanted us to take note of. Just like they right. shoot it very deliberately. Yeah, totally. 
So I don't know what to make of that, but it's just something I noted. Yeah. And we can kind of, I think, wrap up the Walter now. Wrap up the Walter. Wrap up the uh, <laughs> the Walter scenes now, even though one of them pops in briefly yeah. later on, where he is now listening to Music of the Night from Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> he goes, grabs his purple coat out of the closet and his go bag, takes off, presumably to, to the cult. I can't wait. I'm so glad that we're getting also, more Walter. I... I know that every week all I want to do is talk about how much I love Elijah Wood, but every shot of him is a close-up so you can see his big, beautiful eyes. Like, this show knows <laughs> that, that uh, you know, a good portion of us grew up in love with Elijah Wood and his big, beautiful eyes. So I just really appreciate them. Like, even his pajamas are set to, like, bring out the blue oh, yeah. in his eyes. It's just... They know I what also they're doing. noted that even in that first time we see him in this episode, that blue silk pajamas or shirt or whatever he's wearing is very reminiscent of uh, a Lottie outfit. Oh, yeah. Cult Lottie. Kinda, yeah. I would flowy, royal totally, blue. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be totally surprised. I don't think this is where it's going, but I just wouldn't be totally surprised if we find out that Walter is actually from like is an ex-cult member. Yeah. He knew a decent amount about what was going on up there. Well, and especially area. he's the one who found the um the address to the place mm-hmm. or at least not maybe not not the exact address but he knew where the cult was and he said he found it linked to a credit card but we only we can only take him at his word for that like right and it's the his thinking back now to when they're at that that diner having breakfast mm-hmm. and they're trying to find the the purple people and their server says like oh they sell honey at the farmer's market every tuesday and he says um something like he's like today's tuesday what you know what are the chances chances? or what you know can you believe our luck and it's like well yeah exactly what are the chances walter tattersall right uh so so i don't know um i'm excited to see Again, I don't think that's where it's going, but especially because like Lottie makes them give up all their money and stuff and he's got that big, beautiful house. So he's clearly not lacking money. Yeah. I was just looking at what's coming. It's yeah. Yellow Jackets is a comedy and I don't want anyone to ever forget that because the scene, <laughs> the scene has, is ridiculous. Are people on Reddit hating it? I don't think so. I didn't see any real hatred for it, but I also, I do like a deep dive right after I watch the first episode, the first, mm-hmm. watch the episode for the first time. And then I probably don't dip back in that often because it messes with my head. But <laughs> we see Jeff cleaning up, presumably from the uh, raid of his home mm-hmm. and Shauna comes home. And this is where I was like, this is not really happening because she's like you're the only one who really understands me Mm -hmm. and they like make out passionately in the kitchen (laughs) i'm like this is not jeff you poor thing this is jeff's imagination yeah um and then she stabs him yeah she like slices him open yeah that was gross that was a bit much for me yeah and he like starts running away i just wrote she has knife hands she's got electric knife like electric kitchen. knife hands yeah it's so good it's, it's so really silly funny. it's so silly it's so over the top it's again i i keep saying like serial mom is one of the go-tos it's just like this scene or like 
um, idle hands, like any of those weirdly gory but comedic 90s, mm-hmm. uh, maybe idle hands is early 2000s, but either way, um, this is just so reminiscent of, of all of those movies that I love so much. Yeah, but I think it's interesting because it is really over the top and silly, but Jeff's horror in this moment at what's happening also feels pretty real. Oh, like, totally. He's, yeah. It's the contrast is is interesting. Like he says, mm-hmm. "This isn't exciting. It's dangerous. Get rid of it." Like, I'm scared. And she says, "Relax, or you're en- you'll says, end up I'm like Adam scared. did." I know. I know. She says, "Relax, or you'll end up like Adam did. Skin grated off like a rind of pecorino." Pecorino. Real specific there, Shauna. <laughs> Uh, I loved it. I loved it. But then the most heartbreaking scene of this whole series comes directly after this. Yeah, it does. And then like, but right before then we see what we saw in the preview, the blood splashing on the photo was from her slashing his throat. And it's funny that the show can't know ahead of time what details we're going to become obsessed with. But somehow it's always a scene that ends up being a dream dream. or hallucination. I know. I know. That's not the show's fault. (laughs) Like, it's... Yeah, but he wakes up and goes downstairs and sees Callie drinking a beer in the living room. That's such like a father-daughter. She's he's like, oh shit, he caught me dad. drinking a beer. She's like, I couldn't I don't know that he's... Okay, wait, 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 wait. I don't know that he's a good dad. He's a great dad. He's the no, dad I of don't... the year. I I think we may be overselling that. <laughs> um, He's being a dad in this moment. I guess and when Shauna is the other parent, I have to compare. Yeah. Them to. I mean, in comparison to her and to other dads, he's being a dad. But yeah, she asks, Callie asks if he thinks that she's like Shauna. Uh, and he immediately, he's like, well, yeah, sure. You're, yeah. he says like, you're, what does he say? You're smart. Mm-hmm, and good at stuff and you don't take any shit. Which is, you know, those are all true facts about Shauna. Yeah. And she's like, okay, dad, but what I really meant was all the fucked up murder uh-huh. stuff, you know? Uh-huh. Remember all that? Yeah. And we get another revelation. He did know about the baby. He and like, I know. think we kind of assumed that he did, but then for a while I was like, maybe he doesn't, but he did. He tells well, her that uh, his mom had a baby in the wilderness and that it died and that it was a boy. I What I really like in this moment is Callie says like, mom's seriously fucked up. And mm-hmm. Jeff thinks about it for a second. He's like, she is. Like, he doesn't yeah. try to make excuses for her, really. But he does give Callie this explanation, which isn't to excuse Shauna. It's to tell Callie, like, you don't have to be like her. Because Shauna's yeah. not like this because of some, like, genetic something or other. Although right. Shauna g- went into the woods a little different, I think, than a lot of people did. But, like... But, yeah, sh- but most of why Shauna is the way she is is because of what happened to her. Yeah. And it's it's telling Callie that so that she understands that worse things happened than she can really imagine. Mm-hmm. But he says that it's it's mom's burden and also mine, I guess. I love the I guess. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that he's kind of like, I mean, like, yeah, I guess it's mine too because I married her and she's my well, and wife. Well, it was his kid. But, like. Yeah, that died. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of hope that he and Callie go find a cave with Ben. <laughs> like, like I, I think there are caves also... in that part of Jersey. 
many caves? We got to have some caves. Central Jersey caves. You know? He's, um, he's being a parent, though, which mm-hmm. is lovely. Um, and so we finally get the last couple scenes in the sharing shack. Um, more confrontations, more confessions. Um, Shauna says she's afraid that they would kill Jeff if they knew that he was the one doing the blackmailing. Yeah, and one of them says that's crazy, and then another one's like, but is it? Because, yeah. I mean, Misty did kill somebody, and so did right. Shauna. And, like, um, and Shauna even says, like, I, if one of your spouses did that, I would want to kill them. Like, yeah. she gets it, and that's why I think she didn't want to tell them. We also get another one of Shauna's. This has got me rethinking the interrogation scene because Shauna starts out when she goes, she does that. Like I've been trying to fix things. No, wait, that's what I've been Mm -hmm. telling myself. Really. I've been making things worse up to that point. Shauna is doing the thing where to me, this is how I I take it. I think, Mm -hmm. I think where she's like putting on what she thinks will be the most like the way a person in this situation would react right um and then she kind of lets that drop a little bit but even the like no i've just been making things worse even that feels a little disingenuous to me Mm. like it feels to me a lot of the time and now again thinking back to the interrogation scene where like i wasn't sure we went back and forth a little bit i wasn't sure how real i thought she was being in that moment and then i came around to like no i think actually that was her accidentally showing a little more of herself than Mm. she meant to which is maybe still the case but i think so much of shauna in 2021 is her trying to and not necessarily in a deceitful way really but trying to act the way she thinks people should act or the way that somebody in her position should act and i don't know if it comes from again a place of deceit or of her just being like i don't i don't know i don't know what's like a normal way to feel anymore because what i went through was so crazy that like i don't know how to kind of be in this world now um i do think though that she says then uh that she made callie an accomplice and that she said too much to the cops and that mm-hmm. felt real to me yeah like her being like i did actually kind of fuck this up yeah well that's what i mean it's it's not like that she's lying when she does that stuff it's just like and with the with the other women it's funny because it seems like she's like trying to peel back layers where she's like is this me being honest no wait this isn't maybe this is me being honest like she just can't quite hmm. get there it's a really um and i get it again i don't i don't i think a lot of i don't know i i think that a lot of shauna's misdeeds and like uh do i don't know if duplicitous is maybe that's a little over the top but a lot of the way that shauna is i don't know how intentional it is on her part um I just, I think she's, like Callie said, I think she's just really fucked up. Right. We do get one of my favorite nap moments here, though. After Shauna says, oh, yeah, and I think I said too much to the cops. Nat just abruptly stands up and looks at her and goes, thanks for your honesty, Shauna. (laughs) And she wants to talk about it, which is like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, y'all need to. This is to. why I feel like Nat is still the best of them. Like, mm-hmm. she, as as 
fucked up as like she is on the surface the most fucked up right she's an addict she's kind of a drifter she's kind of doesn't have a home base she's Mm -hmm. like off you know a little off kilter all the time but she's also the only one who is like willing to face any of this shit in any sort of realistic way totally and this is it's it's interesting we get this like opposition happening between her and lottie lottie's like therapy won't fix it we have to give it what it wants yeah she says like it wasn't guilt and it wasn't some psychological need now we have to give it what it wants but wait where does oh yeah she says now we have to give it what it wants and this is you know that scene and i know that we've already talked about 96 and the scene that comes after this one in 2021 is really pivotal but it's sandwiched what's sandwiched between these rather is the start of the hunt mm-hmm. um and them deciding that the wilderness is going to get to choose which lottie seems to it seems very important to lottie but what we learn is that lottie wasn't there for the hunt right lottie wasn't, wasn't there, there when the they start. she wasn't there when they decided on the rules she wasn't part of the of the draw like mm-hmm. she as far as she is from what we've seen we have no idea how many hunts we know at least two right there's nat and pit girl at the very least um yeah but yeah but as far as we know like lottie just isn't part of that and what she knows about it yeah and van and ty and what she knows about it then is secondhand Right, And so for her to say, we have to give it what it wants, this is how it's always been, when she wasn't even around for it, is, I like, I think that's so um, significant. Hmm. Like, yeah. she's so big on this, it chooses, but, like, unless, like, I mean, it chooses is fake, like, whatever, it chooses, the cards chose because, van- like, that's whatever. But even if you want to believe, like, the cards chose, the cards chose Nat. Unless, like you said, technically Javi is the one who found the Queen of Hearts episodes ago. Mm-hmm. But um, but it doesn't choose. Or if it does choose, they're not listening to it because it should have been Nat then. And they yeah. let... they And Van saying when Javi falls through the ice, it chose, feels like, hey, everybody, this is the story we, we're going to tell ourselves to get yeah. through this. It's not that we let Javi die. It's that the wilderness chose him. Mm-hmm. Um, and lottie believes this because that's what she's been told it seems to me um yeah and i don't know what that does for it story-wise but it just like again lottie being kind of put into this position on like false information right yeah it's it's interesting this is kind of a I want to say it's a hard turn. I know it's not. I know there's been build up to this moment, but Lottie going full on like I let's, totally agree. Let's do like Russian roulette with this phenobarbital that I've happened to have in my house. <laughs> do you think it was a test? Do you think there was actually uh, phenobarbital in any of those? I mean, okay, let's actually take this scene for real because okay. so in between what we just talked about and the poisoning scene is the hunt, mm-hmm. the beginning of the hunt, right? And so we come back after that, and the first thing we hear is Shauna say, none of that was real, after the scene where they draw cards and start to chase Nat. Um, Shauna's referring directly to 
the therapies. It wasn't guilt. It wasn't some psychological need. Now we have to give it what it wants. Yeah, but she's not referring it, to what we just saw, but it's even interesting. Even though it feels that way. Yeah, so Lottie is saying we need to give ourselves fully to it. We need to give it what it always wants, which is one of us. She explains that she's put phen- a phenobarbital solution in one of the cups. Misty is like, well, it's also <laughs> what the Heaven's Gate people used. So. Correct. <laughs> Again, yeah. you and Misty are listening to the same podcasts. <laughs> but she says it chooses. This is how yeah. we've always given back. Yeah. And that's again, the end of 2021. Doesn't choose. I'm sorry. I'm like, the more and more, I don't know. Although, there was something in this episode where I was like, if this is where the show decides to tell us that actually, yeah, like, you know how we kind of always say, or at least I do, I don't know how, um, what the consensus is on this but it's always kind of like the show's just telling us and we're the ones building up this big mystery around stuff but there really hasn't been that there's been like some stuff we haven't known like we they haven't told us yet but in terms of like the any sort of like conspiracy or anything like that it all just kind of ends up being again like with adam except for the back tattoo but like if this is the episode where they're like, no, actually, it was a dark entity. Yeah, actually, there was something dark out in the wilderness. And like, now they have to sacrifice somebody and everything will be fine. I'm like, I'm almost kind of like, I'd almost buy it. Because it's like, we've been telling you there's something dark out there. Just the same way we've been telling you that, you know what I mean? Everything else all along. I'm not on board here. I just wouldn't be. I don't I'm think that's where board. it's I don't think that's where it's going. But I'm also like, but, you know. So... We should talk a little bit about what we think is coming specifically in 2021 mm-hmm. or any questions that we have, just because that seems to be where the most questions lie at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, 96. My big question there is just, is Travis going to eat Javi? And right. what's Lottie's reaction going to be when they come back? Mm-hmm. But those are not as big questions to me as like, what is actually going to happen because based on what we've seen in the preview for next week, um, and maybe we should talk about that quickly before we talk about what's happening, what we think might be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Misty saying to Lottie, you started this, so you better not make people feel bad about it now. Lottie didn't start it. Or I guess she started it in 2021. She definitely did in 2021. The hunt. If we're going to reinstate the hunt. Right. She started it with the phenobarbital, whatever. Sure. Um, but then we see Travis holding Javi's body. And then we see a bunch of scenes from 2021. We see Shauna saying, we have to do it the way we used to. And Nat saying, have you forgotten where that leads? We see a shot of the cards, them around the fire. Uh, We see Walter in the kitchen in his purple Mm -hmm. outfit saying to Jeff, um, what? (laughs) I have to say it right. Walter Tattersall, friend of Misty. Do you want to help me move this body? (laughs) Incredible. I love him so much. Also, this body. So there's a body. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. There's so much that happens, I think, in 2021 in this last episode that's coming. Um, and he's saying that to Jeff. Jeff uh, Jeff and Callie seem to both be at the cult um, because we see a shot of Callie with these like lights behind her at night that looks like the cult. Mm-hmm. We see Lottie Van and Ty putting on masks. Um, Lottie says, you can submit or you can run. Uh, we also see Ben trying to start a fire in the cave. Walter hugging Misty with the cops' lights behind him blood dripping on the snow as teen Shauna cries and then we see Travis eating something and yeah then it looks saying, like a heart to me yeah 
and then Nat saying to somebody, you don't really belong in this place. So that's the trailer. It's a bunch of quick shots, but um, I think, think talking she's about, talking to Ben. I, I think it's probably Ben, but who knows? Um, so my big question is like, is someone major in 2021 going to die in the finale? And if so, who? Like, do you have thoughts about this? Because I do, but I, I, it, I try really hard to not take what we know, the sort of paratext of the show into mm-hmm. account when I make these predictions and it's, or not predictions, but when I start like forecasting, because yeah. my thought is that like, I don't think we lose anybody. We only have six characters who are like main characters. Um, left and if we lose somebody in the finale it's like a weird build up for season three but knowing what we know the actors have said with like we're gonna hate them in the adult timeline mm-hmm. at this point what could they do that would make me hate them other than kill one yeah. of their own that's the kill only thing like, we care about is to kill Jeff Callie or one of their own um, yeah. and I don't think we're, I, I don't they're not gonna kill Callie I don't th- I could see us losing Jeff um, yeah, I don't think that's going to be him, though, because of the scene we see with Walter. Well, I that's... mean, I could see us losing more than one person, though. So, But do you think Walter would be so light? I mean, he doesn't no. know them, but he, I don't think he would be so like light if it were one of the main six. No, 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 no. I think that that is maybe one of the cops or another cult member or something. Ooh, if they kill Matt. Ooh. I, I know. But that wouldn't make the audience hate them. That would make the right. audience very happy. Yeah. Also, um, the body with the way these previews are so fucking sneaky. It could be like a goat. Like, yeah, could be anything. You're so right. You're so right. It could be a goat. I hadn't even thought of that. I have a fear. And I, God, I hope I'm wrong. I have a fear that it's Nat that's going to die. And I have a couple of reasons for that. One being that Juliette Lewis has said that Nat is looking for redemption right. in this second and season. And she's blaming herself for not just Javi's death, but now Travis's, who... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was supposed to be her, theoretically, mm-hmm. when Javi died. And so that, plus her relationship with Lisa, like, is it Nat? Is it Lisa? I, I just have this terrible feeling that, like, somebody we care about that is a relatively important person in this season is going to die. Only really based on what Tawny Cypress has said, that we're going to hate the adult cast at the end of this. If it wasn't for that, I would not have such a strong feeling. So maybe that is a red herring. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't. I don't know. And I don't know what else. I don't know what else I want to see in this in for the series finale. Like. They've got to give us episodes. Yeah, like they've got to give us something big. I can't believe how fast these eight, nine weeks have gone, by the way. I know. Like, and we're going to have to wait so long for season three now because of the strike. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. It's already too long of a wait in between seasons as it is, but it's going to be so much worse. There's some threads that are hanging there for me that are interesting. The idea of the bone marrow donor um, situation Did with Adam is it and the Walter, fact. Like, again, I'm sorry. Yeah, but also the fact that, like, Van has cancer and, like, you know, he was a donor for a friend with cancer. Like, there's all these little things they've dripped in to be like, hey, you know, when, interesting when, connection that could be happening. Yeah, the thing with Walter now is that 
since I've started thinking about him as maybe, maybe not even a cult member, but being aware of the cult, I think is maybe, I, because like Misty says Walter Tattersall, although that's probably not his real name, so who knows. No. But um, but I don't think that's, if he were a member of the cult, that would necessarily be the name he would have used there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but just thinking about that as a possibility now has me rethinking everything that, every bit of information Walter has given Misty and, and like where he's gotten it from. And so like when she told him that the reason that she lied about Adam was because she was friends with Adam's mom and didn't want her to find out that he was like a drug addict or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Walter doesn't react then, but he, when he calls her on it later, he's like, that was really easy to figure out his, but it's like, he says that was really easy to figure out her, his mom's been dead for a long time, but it's like, maybe that was already obvious to Walter that it was a lie in the moment. And he just didn't react because he didn't want to, blow his own like cover quote unquote that's kind of what i assumed actually um well so then it's like and and like when we've been like why are they so obsessed with adam with citizen detective but walter was the one on the citizen detective boards who had so much to say about adam martin in the first place right so like of course if your friend goes missing and you're a true crime obsessive like you're gonna be obsessed right away and thinking foul play right away so the more and more i think about it the more i think walter and adam have some connection whether friend or family or whatever um yeah or walter and misty have some connection that misty's not aware of like if walter is some true crime obsessed person like he can say that he didn't really know anything about the yellow jackets but that doesn't have to be true right like you know he could have been obsessed with her this whole time yeah my my like dream for walter is there's something else going on with him because i think that's cool and fun but that it's not being directly duplicitous and like directly trying to fuck with misty even though that is yeah, sort oh, of yeah. what ends up no happening. they're meant for each other yeah and they need to live happily ever after yeah um totally. somewhere in his nice fancy house <laughs> so yeah. i don't know how that i don't know how that happens in a show like this if if Walter does have some connection to Adam, because that's pretty, uh, pretty brutal <laughs> to like shack up with the person who helped dispose of his body. But yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I've seen a lot of theories that about connecting Walter and Adam and I, I don't know. I'm willing to be convinced, but as of right now, I'm not. <laughs> and we are going to find out relatively soon and then we are not going to find anything else out for a really long time and i'm really mad about it yeah um obviously next week won't be our last episode i think we'll do we'll do our season finale episode next week and then i think we'll do one more kind of like series wrap up um about yellow jackets and we'll let you and we'll let our listeners know what we're planning to cover next all right well we will see you all next week. You know the drill. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WatchersPodNJ. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts yes, or wherever you please. got your podcasts. We love it. That would it. make us so happy. Yeah. You can follow me individually on Instagram at Jody underscore Mim. If you care at all about arty things and fiber arts and photography yeah, you had if not some don't bother cool write-ups uh, a couple of I them some, in the in the I last little, little bit yeah I had hell yeah press. no big deal <laughs> no big deal jody has a studio full of pictures of um shauna <laughs> just wall to wall 
Maybe that'll be my sabbatical project. <laughs> it's just recreating. You know, yeah, it'd be incredible. Adam Martin Studio is if you clocked how long it would take you. Oh my god! To recreate all of those individual. The only problem paintings. is I'm not a painter. <laughs> well, we'll like, have to the, it, would, the, it would take me 20 years <laughs> to be able to make one painting that was halfway decent. Well, well, they should follow you too. Oh yeah, you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at aq andrea q. Um, listen to our sister podcast, um, New Jersey is the World, at yeah. New Jersey is the World on Instagram, at NJ is the World on Twitter. We've added, Jody, I don't think you know this yet, we've added a new uh, series with our friend Nick Fierro, who is genuinely one of the funniest people on planet Earth. Um, so he's going to, from time to time, pop in to tell stories about living in Totowa called Talkin', his show Talkin' Totowa. That is what I thought you were talking about. I heard this on the live stream the other night. Oh, um, right, right, right. He did, Talkin' yeah. Totowa. I didn't know it was Nick Fierro, but I that makes sense. Yeah. That's great. Um, he's That's genuinely great. one of the funniest people on the planet. Um, so um, if you head over there to uh, New Jersey's The World, you can hear the first... Um, I was going to say episode. It's not its own show. The first installment of the Talking Toto series with Nick. Nice. Lovely. Um, nice. Yeah. And actually, I want to say something about New Jersey's the world also. If you are a person, I know we have some New Jersey listeners. Um, mm -hmm. If you are a person who loves Yellow Jackets and New Jersey, there are some episodes of New Jersey's the world that you would absolutely love. There's the Ong's Hat episode. Oh, there's the yeah. Jersey Devil episode. There's some episodes about like sort of New Jersey lore, like totally. Chris Gethard is an alum of Weird New Jersey. Totally, um, totally. So just to put that out there. Yeah, I will say a lot no of pressure. that stuff is behind our paywall, but you can get that stuff for five bucks a month. And it's there's so much cool stuff behind totally the worth it. Patreon paywall. Yeah. And there's a ton of great stuff in the free feed. This That's not to say like, don't, yeah. you know. I'm not trying to tell you to spend your money on us. You don't have to do that. Uh, but but if you are somebody who's looking for, especially with this the season, fin yeah, <sighs> you're going to need some stuff yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. I All think right, that's, that's it. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we will see you next week for the season finale episode. What's it called? Oh, shit. What is it called? Wait. No, no, no. Oh, it's called like storytelling or storytellers. Hold on. I... I'm looking it up. Season Man, two. Something else. I'm sorry. Nine. I know we already said goodbye, but Van is the one who that story, which I think is how, is that how season two starts? Or was that just an, an ad where she's like, once upon that a time, was there was in the wilderness. A preview. That was in a preview. Shh. So that is probably happening in this last episode because season and... two, episode nine is called storytelling. Whoa. Whoa. And so much of this is about the stories they tell themselves. I'm like, yeah. listeners can't see me right now, but I'm losing, I'm like flailing. I'm losing my mind right now. So I didn't explain this very well, but that is why when I said, I read that, read a post that was like, maybe there are a bunch of dead people around them in the cabin, right? That was like, it was because of it's the whole, that it's not real thing. Yeah. And it's the thing that's so that was so striking to me is that like with 
Sean is saying like none of that was real. She's referring back to Lottie, of course, which she had just said a second before. But they put that scene in between those two moments mm -hmm. of the hunt. And it's like, what if she means like that that's the story they're all telling themselves that like right. the way that went down. But if that's true, why is the story you tell yourself would it be that bad? Because yeah, it's like the worst bad. version. So I what's hi what could they be hiding under that? Right. And so like I just think it's so interesting that they keep the phrase it's not real keeps coming yeah, back. Yeah. And like you know, I think we're being led to believe that what that's referring to is not the story we're being told about the hunt and all of that, but like I just can't help but think like what if it's not. Right. Yeah, cuz the it's not real is the thing that we keep saying is not real because we're team logic. Um, right. But like but going knows? back to Mari saying they're all dead or they're dead and the idea that like what if they are surrounded by dead people we are cracking this thing wide open because it's also we've talked about before the stuff with poor like Lottie's biggest fear is that what's not real is reality is that what's real yeah. is that the dark thing was really there Correct. and that maybe what they've all been and it's like we keep talking about what we're seeing in 96 as flashbacks but what if what we really need to be thinking them of thinking of them as is like how the girls are remembering yeah what 96 was and this yeah. is what they've told themselves I don't, right. I don't know and what if what really happened is like everybody died around them and they ate them and that's it right or maybe this is when we get the supernatural turn <laughs> like, and they're all ignoring it because it makes no sense like and what they need to tell themselves is like no there wasn't a dark entity out there making us do all this stuff people got hungry and ate each other and hunted each other i don't know i'm still firmly anti-supernatural <laughs> yeah i don't but i can't I just, help it it's just it's so, who it's, i am and they just the way they keep they're, I don't know. They're just really fucking with us in such mm -hmm. a weird way that I can't quite. Which is why we sound fully insane right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah. Just, but just now... letting people know we're aware that we sound insane. And also that I'm just playing in this space. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. anything I say right now cannot be uh, held against me in a court of law. Um, I will say anything. I'll try any idea on for at least a minute, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But but now knowing that the finale is called Storytellers, like that's yeah. that's huge. It's storytelling, I think. Or oh, excuse but me, story. Whatever, but either way, thing. yeah, it's yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we gotta go. Yes. We gotta go. We gotta go. We will see you next week. Until then, be careful in the woods. <laughs> Don't Bye. fall into any tree caves. <laughs> or do. And never leave. Yes. Bye, y'all. Goodbye.